Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is Mike alongside Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? Uh, doing well. I'm excited because I get a haircut today. So it's I've been, been three thousand years. I've been needing a haircut for this whole quarantine thing happened. Oh, well, at least where we're at, it's not as strict, but anymore. So uh, I am excited to get my haircut. So we gotta get this show undone in ten minutes, so I can go for my haircut. Ten minute show, not really, but but we'll see. <laughs> I I I feel that though. I got a I did get a haircut from a family member, but I needed a haircut probably the day before everything went to like apocalyptic world ending. Stay in your room and play video games all day. So I did. I just didn't get a haircut for like I don't know since like January until middle of May. I'd say. So I went about five months or so without a haircut. It wasn't really a big deal because I wear hats anyway and I'm sitting inside. But it is nice to know that you can get one. Not a big deal, not a huge priority, but it's nice to know that you can. Yeah, like the hair that I have right now is back what I had in college. Just like put in a ponytail or a man bun and get to work. If I had probably another week, I probably could probably do a ponytail. Yeah, I, I, w- I could not get to that point, but it was getting there. Aside from that, though, we have an awesome show planned for you guys today. Today is kind of like a giant commercial for Pokemon products. We usually kind of have a balance of meta, tournament report, products, new cards, all that kind of shoved into one. This week, though, with no big events happening on the trading card game side of things, we really just have a a huge chunk of product that we're going to be breaking down and then some cards at the end. Uh, The breakdown of the show is we have about two or three products that we're going to kind of look into a little bit. And then finally, as we predicted, we did get all of those promo Vs from the theme decks in Japan that we're going to break down as well. That being said, though, let's just jump into our first bit of news today. The first bit of news focuses around something we've been talking about for almost two or three weeks now, maybe even a month, and that is the trainer's toolkit. Last week, week before, we've kind of been breaking down how They're adding bosses' orders. You have the Dedenes. It's very much worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we finally have a list. We finally actually have a list of the cards you're going to be getting. And it kind of further confirms our opinion in that this is totally worth it. Again, by the time this podcast goes live, the product will actually be on sale. It goes on sale on June 26th, which is, again, the day that this show goes live. It will be $30. And it's going to give you the following. You get your two Dedenes, and the next cards I'm going to list, you're going to get two of each. And normally I wouldn't read through everything, but almost everything on here is viable. You have Air Balloon, Bosses, Orders. You have some Spinners, Evolution Incense, Fire Crystal, Giant Hearth, some Welders. You get that Fire Support. You get a couple Greens, Malolana, Marnie, Professor's Research. You get your Pokecoms, your Poke Gears, Metal Saucer, Ordinary Rod. Reset Stamp, Rare Candy, Quick Ball. You get some Switches, some Tool Scrappers. You get Turfield Stadium, which is a little odd. Vitality Band. And then for your energies, you get Aurora Speed Energy and Twin Energy. So uh, really, every single card I listed is at minimum playable. Right? At minimum, they are playable in a deck. And a lot of these are way, way above that. Joe, just looking at this list, does this even further... Your opinion on this product? I said it last week, I'm going to say it again. 
if you're just getting into the game and you need a staple, a place that has a staple of everything, this is a good option to basically spend 60 bucks, get everything you need. Except for some things here and there, like specialize your deck. So if you uh, want to play Dragapult, you don't have your horror energies. But if you bought the sweet-looking Picaram deck box thingy, uh, I don't know if that came with speed energies or not. You got it in this little whole thing. Yeah, I, the products they've been releasing lately really complement each other well. I agree with what you're saying. You have the ability to buy general staples in this kit, and then you can buy the even the Reshazard kit and get all of your tools here, right? I mean... It's, I don't think the Dene came in uh, the pick-around kit either. So. I don't believe so. So you're getting value, right? Yeah. It's instantly playable. You buy those two products. Maybe you spend, I don't know, 50, 60 bucks. And you can have a whole deck playable right out of those two boxes. And not just playable, but meta. Border, yeah, borderline like top of the meta, which I think is very rare in card games. So I, I do want to give Pokemon some props on that. So again, $30. Really good set of products here. Joey even said earlier before we recorded, if you buy two of these for 60 bucks, you're getting, like you said, a play set of all of these staples, a set of four. And the best part is... Everything on this list is staying. Everything on this list survives rotation. So none of these cards you're going to get. And then three months later, it's like, all right, got to get rid of them. Totally worth it. I, I cannot stress that enough. We've talked about this product a ton, though. So again, comes out today. I recommend you take some time and get it. Next up on the list, we have a new product for Eternatus. Eternatus will be a very popular conversation on today's show. On September 4th, so a couple weeks after the set will have been released, we are going to be getting into Eternatus VMAX Premium Collection. These are usually about 40 bucks, and you're going to get promos. So you get a promo of Eternatus V and Eternatus, Eternatus VMAX. It looks like in terms of the packs, we always say that you get some troll non-standard packs. I'm sure you'll get one. But for the most part, based on what I can see on the pictures, it looks like everything will be relative to standard and will be usable. You get a cool Eternatus coin. And again, the, the good part about this, and I think you'll agree with me, Joe, is that it's making Eternatus more accessible. And Eternatus seems to be the archetype that's emerging from the august set as the favorite yeah um i i think this box will be a complete bust if it doesn't come with an evolutions pack oh definitely i mean you know i might consider it if it comes with steam siege or primal clash but, but honestly not having evolution's a deal breaker for me you know what they they printed so much evolutions they're like man we got to get rid of this stuff why don't they just like recycle it into like the box so, like, you open the box, and the actual container itself is just Evolutions cards formed into a cardboard container. But it's like Pokemon. Pokemon cards, right? Yeah, who doesn't the, want... A, nostalgia. A, oh, come on, guys. Nostalgia. Buy it. Evolutions had nostalgia for, like... A see, month? I got... I, I remember when the set came out. And that was when I was buying a box per set. And I was like, all right, I got my Evolutions box. And I opened it, and it was really, really cool to open. It was really, really fun opening the Evolutions packs. Because you're right, it had the nostalgia. Like, oh, I remember this card. 
oh, this car looks so cool. This is awesome. And then after you opened Evolutions, you're like, okay, uh, now what? I got all these cards that are basically 10 cent value off of the original. And uh, they all are bad. Uh, all right. I mean, we got we got Mewtwo, right? We got Mewtwo and Jolteon. Those were like the two relevant cards, correct? Yeah. As far as Mewtwo. I can remember. Yeah, it was the double colorless baby Mewtwo and Jolteon EX. And that was, yeah, not, not, the, the evolutions did not age well, but that's also because they printed 7 billion of them. Anyway, though, Eternatus. But nostalgia. <laughs> that's what Pokemon lives on, is nostalgia. Catch new things, but also don't forget about Pikachu and Charizard and Raichu and you Mewtwo. all love Pikachu and Eevee. Eat more Pikachu Eevee cards. Yeah, seriously, you could call this the Pikachu Eevee podcast too coming up. Regardless though, September 4th, this is good. This is very good because, again, an archetype that we're assuming is going to be very, very popular will have a price drop in one way or another. And we can definitely confirm that in the next piece of news because we are also on September 4th getting these power tins, these Pokemon V power tins. We're getting three of them. We're getting a Pikachu and Eevee, shocker, and then we're getting an Eternatus. I, I don't necessarily know why we're getting two different Eternatus products on the same day, but this product will be way more popular than the premium collection will be because it's cheaper. And you're still going to get packs, and you're definitely going to get your Eternatus. Now, granted, you won't get your Eternatus VMAX, but I, I think that what they're doing lately with the card game and trying to make it more accessible, while I do think this is definitely... I guess the word is it's it's definitely... You're, you're, you're betting on Eternatus being good. You're betting on it being really popular. That being said, though, I, I do think it will be, right? Is, this isn't too crazy, is it? Until Buzzwall V comes out. Until Buzzwall V comes out. But what about until Buzzwall V comes out? Oh yeah, then it'll probably be good. Uh, like I'm not high in the deck personally. I can see the appeal of it, but it's n- not me. Well, you know, this is the kind of thing that we were hoping for with Zacian, right? Zacian came out, and this is not Zacian, but in terms of the hype that it brings from the set, this is kind of it, right? Yeah. Like, I did really want a Pokemon that expanded your bench size, but I didn't want it to be this. Like, I wanted, I wanted to be a tech, like a Sudowoodo thing, like Sudowoodo had Roadblock. Mm-hmm. I want something like just a tech-wise. It's not, it's not a good attacker, but considering your bench and increase your bench size. I wouldn't be shocked if we do get something. Well, Sudowoodo reduces bench size, right? I know, I mean... but like, something similar to that effect. Like, it was like, it's, it wasn't a good card, but it was a tech that you used. Well, like Skyfield. Why don't we just yeah. go with that, right? I mean, Skyfield but, was a stadium that did that. But Pokemon. But Pokemon. I, I do think, though, that we will get a Roadblock card. Probably in, in the later sets. In the November set. I really would not be shocked if we see a Roadblock card be announced. Really would not be shocking. But anyway, Pikachu and Eevee. These two cards mold right in with the starter decks in Japan that we'll talk about soon. They are the exact same cards. This might be how we're going to be getting each of the promos. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, We don't have any confirmation on that, but we do know that these Pikachu and Eevee cards do, in fact, come from Japan. So let's take a look at these. Pikachu is a 100 HP Lightning Pokemon V card for one 
electric energy. It does Pika Ball, 30 damage. And for two lightning, it has Circle Circuit, 30 damage times the the amount of bench Pokemon you have. So it's not, and I kind of got thrown off there because it's not the normal Circle Circuit. It's not the normal archetype that Pikachu runs. If you are not new to the card game, you know about Circle Circuit, right? You know about Pikachu and Raichu's ability to use this two energy attack, one energy attack, to usually do, what is it, 20 times the amount of electric energy, right? Yeah, I, I, when I first came on playing, I think my first deck was, no, it was Lapras first, and then right before rotation happened, I played Raichu Lycanroc with Skyfield. That was a fun deck. Yeah, dude, it, Raichu, Raichu and Pikachu in this kind of like electric ball circle circuit but that's also, that's also a DCE attachment instead of two electric. Correct, correct. But it's not too hard to get two electric, right? I mean, we've had formats. We still have a Pikachu deck in format, right? Uh, Pachirisu really helped with that because it was a nuzzle box archetype. It was a really easy intro deck. It's really, really easy to get people into the game and say, hey, here's this deck. It, it does not cost a lot of money at all. And it hits for huge numbers. Right, there's certain archetypes that are meta that just can't even stand up to it, um, but because it's kind of a gimmick, it doesn't really pick up in popularity. That being said, it is a bummer that this card is based on your benched Pokemon and not on electric energy. So you're telling me I can't play this with Eternus Vmax? You can play this with Eternus Vmax and then turn off its ability. Um... Oof, it, it's. It's an okay promo Pikachu card. You know, for having two energy and being able to hit for 150 for a promo card really is pretty decent. In the realm of promo cards that we usually get like this, they're usually pretty bad. Uh, At least this card is... We've had words. Yeah, it's respectable. So Pikachu V, it's there. Again, I'm saying it's respectable in, in comparison to other Pikachu Vs, other Pikachu promos we've gotten in the past. So this is one of the better ones. Next up, we have an Eevee. As we kind of talked about last week, Eevee is one of the other Pokemon that Pokemon basically just puts in the palm of their hand and then just shoves it in your face 47 times and says, love it, it's adorable, just over and over again for 20 years, and we still love it. So you know what? Whatever. Eevee is a (laughs) colorless 190 HP basic Pokemon. For one colorless, it has collect, draw three cards. And for three colorless, it has Brave Buddies. 80 damage. If you play a supporter this turn, it does 80 more. It's weak to fighting, has a retreat of one. This The only way this card came on would, would uh, rise to the same level as Pikachu V. The only way that this card would have any, any competition with like a, another promo is if that second attack only cost two energy. And it doesn't. I hate the attack cost. I hate it. Like I love the name, but I hate the attack cost. Circle Circuit being two energy, it's still not a great card, but at least Pikachu is like usable. Eevee for three, you're basically potentially hitting the same amount of damage that Pikachu's hitting. Granted, it's three colorless, it's still three energy, right? It's kind of that it's a very dumbed down version of the conversation we had about Salamence. Salamence having that four colorless energy attack. It's fine that the attack is great, but if the cost is four and you have no real ramping mechanism, 
it's not great. Like, what are you going to do? Run ADP EV? Just <laughs> like, what? Even if ADP can't make the card playable, it's not playable. But it is an adorable EV card. It's a really cool promo. The interesting part about this deck actually, though, has nothing to do with the EV. In the Japanese theme decks, it is paired with another card that I'm going to bring up now because it's it's kind of linked with it in Altaria. This is not Altaria V. This is just an Altaria basic stage one card. And Altaria has, a, has an ability that we've seen before in an upcoming set. And it sounds kind of weird saying we've seen it before in an upcoming set, but we have. Altaria is a 110 HP colorless card and it evolves from Swablu. It has the ability Miracle Guard. Prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from your opponent's V and GX Pokemon. For two colorless, it has a Mock Flight for 60 damage. The weak to Lightning has a resi- resistance of fighting. Retreat of one. We've seen this before, haven't we? Uh, yeah, on a cooler Pokemon. Who is that cooler Pokemon? Decidueye. We did get a Decidueye, yes. In our recent look through, I want to say it was Infinity Zone or Darkness Ablaze. Definitely probably Darkness Ablaze. We got a Decidueye that had the same exact ability, essentially. It made itself immune from Pokemon V, Pokemon GXs, and Altaria kind of gives that deck another immunity card. It being a stage one makes it a little quicker to play than Decidueye. I don't know if it's... It's not better than Decidueye. It still has the ability, though. And cards like this, while recently they haven't made their way into the forefront, I know there wasn't a Lola Ninetales that had an ability that could kind of tick away at things. The difference between that and this card, though, is that it's going to be immune to both Vs and GXs. So you're going to have full immunity in a metagame where most of the cards being played are Vs and GXs. Now, granted, we know that heavy, high-level meta decks will always play single prizers to counteract these gimmicks that exist in the format. That being said, though, you now have two Pokemon that are going to be able to do this. So therefore, if you're looking to make kind of like a meme immunity deck, you could give it a shot, right? Yep. And that's about as far as that goes. It's cool that we see it, but that's about as far as it goes. Eternatus V, the final 10, we already know what it does. It doesn't come with the VMAX like the premium collection, but you are going to get a promo art for it. Joe, what do you think of these products overall? They exist for collectors. That's fair. I think Eternatus is worth it, but for the rest of it, probably you're right. Yep. Probably Eternatus probably be worth it, especially, well, it, it's probably going to come at a high price point to begin with, but... The fact that all these products are coming out, I don't think people are going to be looking through it to get through packs. No, they and they never really are, right? It's the coins, it's the whatever, the tins. The, well, you've been... like, like people used to like look through the packs for Rush, for uh, Rushizars, right? People used to look for packs, and they looked for packs for Zacians, right? But now that ahead of time we know that Eternus is going to be in a tin and a box set, do you think this might hurt your chances of selling more packs of um, the new set? That's actually a really good point. I didn't even think about that. I do. So p- part of it was the hunt for these big power cards, and then like two months later, like, oh yeah, we're going to come out with a tin for it, so you can get it for cheaper. 
But thanks for buying our products for a while. So are we going to be stuck with a bunch of Darkness of Blaze packs now for the next 20 years? No. No, no, no. I don't think it'll be that bad. Right? You don't buy the set for one card. Reshazard was one thing, but you bought it for other pieces as well. Granted, Charizard had the Charizard tax, right? Yeah. This is definitely different. That being said, I do really like the point that you bring up. Because it will be one of those things of maybe somebody who gets an ETB or whatever. They buy their ETB, they buy their box, let's just say. Product gets open, they find stuff, they find an alternative. But, oh, maybe I'm going to open packs or maybe I want to buy these from the store today, right? Well, if I can wait two weeks and pay $15 less, I'm probably going to wait. And I think, again, that point is really valid. I, I think that these products being known so early, it's probably going to drop the price of the card. You know what I mean? I really would not be shocked if we see Eternatus and Eternatus VMAX a week after set release being cheaper than we thought they would end up being. And this also depends on pull rate, right? And granted, these sets are gigantic, so the pull rate's probably going to be terrible. Even Dragapult had decent pull rates, and Dragapult ended up being the best deck out of that set, hands down, in terms of Rebel Clash. So... We'll see. It's going to be something that we won't know until it happens, but I, I do think you bring up a really good point there. Finally, in our last piece of news, we have all of the promo Vs that we have talked about. We've already gone over Eevee. We've already gone over Pikachu. We're going to go back to some cards that we kind of already looked over. We just didn't know what they fully did yet. So last week, we were guessing about a couple cards, and those cards were Lucario and Slowbro Galarian form. So we're going to look at Lucario first. So Last week, we looked at Lucario, so 200 HP fighting type, and we knew that his first attack for one fighting did 40 to the active, 20 to the bench. We then were looking at, okay, what's the second attack going to be? And we pretty much nailed it, I, I think. Unless I, I remember something different. For two fighting in the colorless, Beat Smash does 180 damage, and this Pokemon can't use Beat Smash during your next turn, right? Is that not what we talked about last week? <laughs> Yeah, I think the open question was the damage output, which came to be either like 90, 80, 60. Yeah, some, some rounded number. And we got it, right? 180 damage. It's weak to Psychic, Retreat a 2. Pretty straightforward, right? You're very, very straightforward. 180 is an okay amount of damage. I would have loved to see 190, but with Dojo, with other things, it's not horrible, right? No, it's it's doable. Like I said, it's like that. What do you want to do? Debate. If you're new Lucario with that attack cost and the and the attack output, I might as well just play a Phalanx deck. In my yeah, opinion. Phalanx but, would be way better. It hits higher damage, and you have the it, gimmick of Phalanx. Yeah, you have the gimmick of Phalanx reducing damage, and then you're gonna get that uh, charm. I forgot what charm it was, where it increases your HP, right? Mm -hmm. The cape. Yeah, the cape. Yep. That's so. that's totally better. It, it is. I guess the best thing about the Lucario V is the sniping. Yeah, I mean, 40-20 to the bench isn't horrible. It puts on early pressure. It's just, like you said, you, you wonder if the damage is going to matter at the end of the day. And we won't know that, and who knows? Maybe Lucario sees a, a one-of in a fighting deck. Right now, fighting just isn't really relevant in an odd way, so we'll just have to wait and see. Because you, you can't attack next turn, that's why they're not relevant. 
There's just no good fighting types. Phalanx is cool. You said Phalanx is cool. You didn't say Phalanx was good. Well, hopefully we'll get Lycan V soon. That's One day. super awesome. Let's move on to Galarian Slowbro, though. We also nailed this. We nailed it on the head. This was this was an easy one. We knew it was 200 HP. We knew it had an ability, ability where once per turn, if this is your active, you can poison your opponent's active. Stranding Shot was 130 damage. Cost 3 energy. And what we predicted is true. During your opponent's next turn, they can't retreat. Which was pretty much sold on by the name. Right? Stranding Shot. It, it's pretty straightforward. Anything about this card? It's got a retreat of three. It's weak to fighting. It's slow, bro. Um, no, I was just really hoping like the, the Galarian version of slow, uh, Slowpoke and Slowbro are a lot faster uh, because of the story in the DLC. This is not... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Slowbro is not at the speed of light as the DLC may, in fact, imply. If you don't know what Joe's talking about, and this is not spoiler, because the DLC at this point has been out for a decent amount of time. Week and there, a half. Is, there is a mission where you have to go find these slow bros running around, and the game has these slow bros running around at essentially mock speed. Joe, do you want to know the best part about that, though? What? The slow bro models aren't moving. So when the slow poke is zipping around the land, its legs aren't moving. It's just levitating. <laughs> But there's a huge... Maybe they're moving so fast that you can't see it moving. It's, it's just literally a model of a slowpoke zooming across the screen at 100 miles an hour. With all that dust packing up? Crazy. What if it's like one big fart? They're just like farting in circles. That is something that I don't really want to know. Maybe one day we'll find out, though. That being said, though, Glarian Slowbro is slow. It is not too great. And Galarian Slowbro, the gas Pokemon, is going to be Joe's next favorite card. Right? Yeah. Right. All right. Let's move forward from Slowbro and Lucario. Because we already knew what they did. We already know what Pikachu and Eevee do. So now we're going to go through the new cards. First on the list, we get to Mew. Mew V is the card that we were kind of waiting to see. We're always kind of anxious when Mews get released because sometimes they are nothing. And other times they're everything. So Mew is 180 HP basic psychic card. For two psychic energy, it has X ball, 30 damage. This attack does 30 damage times the amount of energy attached to this Pokemon and your opponent's active. It's got weakness to dark, resistance to fighting, and has a retreat of zero. Looking at Mew just objectively as a card, it is a very solid card. I will say at first when I saw the card, I was bummed because I really was hoping that Mew would have kind of a similar ability to what it had before in multiple instances where it could use other cards' attacks. That being said, though, we're in a format where that can be very strong. So what do you think of X-Ball Mew? Because I, I think it's a good card. I do think it's a good card. The more I look at it, zero retreat. It can hit decent numbers. Why not? I like the zero retreat. The HP on it is okay at 180. Um, the attack is good, but not good right now. We're in a meta where you have three or less energy. 
uh, well, it's combined both, really. So you have to have at least 60 on one side, your side, and then, let's see, 90 on one side, we're hitting 150. You're assuming really. you're two-shotting, right? Yeah. But something something low HP and that kind of a cost, I, I really, I'd like to one-hit something. It's it's going to come into play as a one-of. It's going to come into play as a tech and psychic decks. You know what I mean? The second that a, uh, an archetype comes out that requires a lot of energy or that card that's weak to psychic, it's going to be really easy to put Mew in and make it work. Yeah, but like, so the, the thing of the big decks that are out or are coming out right now are out. So you got um, Zacian, which you got three energies at 150. Uh, Eternatus, which is going to have a two energy cost. So you're hitting 120. So you're basically three shotting that one. And you're weak to it. Um, Dragapult. It's still not enough because you only have two on each side, so it's one sixty, or sorry, one twenty. Mm-hmm. So you're still three shotting a, a V max. That's fair. I understand. Yeah, you are right. Right now, Mew is not viable. Hopefully, it becomes viable in the future. With that said, though, I yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a it's a good card. It's not good right now, but it is a good card. Next up on the list, we have the big boy Waylord. Waylord has returned to the format without his Magikarp partner this time around. Waylord V is a 280 HP water type basic for one water pump up. Attach up to three water energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon. And then for four water energy, Ocean Wave, flip three coins. This attack does 120 times the number of heads. It's weak to lightning and a retreat of four. You know, it's funny. You're flipping coins, and that seems really troll. Waylord just kind of is troll, though. And for that reason, I like it. That's that. What do you have to say about Waylord? I like that it accelerates to itself. Uh, not a huge fan of second attack. Uh, but once lightning goes away and becomes weak, we got a nice little stall Pokemon. And maybe it'll go to stall, but maybe like we have those coin flip meme cards, right? We have all this, we have these random tools in format that help us dictate coin flips, not deliberately, but give us another chance to. So, Waylord, I hope I see you someday. So, we can guarantee one reroll on a second one and hope we have the third. I'm in for it. I'm ready. So, you basically you have four flips, something like that. We'll see. Maybe Waylord will show up one day down the road. We'll hope we get a flip teeny back. It always does. Waylord always shows up one way or another. So I, I have to believe it with this one. Next up on the list, we have Venusaur. Venusaur is a 220 HP grass basic V for two grass on a colorless pollen bomb, 80 damage, and you put your opponent's active Pokemon to a sleep and poison them. And for three grass on a colorless, it does Solar Typhoon. 220, and you can't use this attack next turn. It's weak to fire, retreat of three. This card also, I, I will, let me just say this. A lot of the promos that we're reading today are better than normal promos, and I'm happy about that. And that might be jading my view of the cards. I don't mind Venusaur. I don't mind it. Three energy is a huge cost, and it probably won't be playable right now. But 
you can put your opponent to sleep and poison them and then hit for 220. You're not hitting bad numbers, right? No, especially when you have Slumming Forest still in the format. Yeah, so I, I can't say it's it's horrible. Is it going to be played? No, but I, I am a fan of the card. I like Venusaur. Venusaur's dope. Next up on the list, we have Duraludon. Duraludon is a metal 220 HP basic. Has the ability Hard Coat. This Pokemon takes 30 less damage from attacks. For three colorless, Gatling Slug, 10 damage plus 40 for each metal attached to this Pokemon. It's weak to fire and a retreat of three. Before I share my opinion on this, because I'm just still not sure, Joe, what do you think of Duraludon? Um, I wish it was better. I I don't think it should be a 10 plus. Uh, I think it should be maybe a 40 plus or something like that. I just don't like these numbers adding yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're 120, Ideally, assuming you're gonna have all metal energy. At that point, why would you not just attach to a Zacian, a Caparaja, Baby or V? Scizor, right? There's there's a hundred other metal cards that are better than this. Yeah. This is back to the point. Yeah, I could play it, but why wouldn't I just play Station? Yeah. Again, good for a promo, but not playable right now. Finally, we have one more card to talk about before we head out of here. There is an Eevee promo. It's just an Eevee promo. There's nothing else that happens. Uh, so we're going to kind of skip that. Incineroar, which is the last card on the list, is a Fire-type 220 HP card. For two fire and one colorless, it does Grand Flame. 90 damage, attach up to two fire from your discard to one of your benched Pokemon. And then for four energy, three fire and one colorless, it does 220 damage and does 32 itself. Water is its weakness and has a retreat of three. Broken record, good promo card, that's where it's at. What's your opinion, Joe? I think the costs are very high. Yeah, I would have been happy with like two fire, 60 damage attached to to the bench. Rillaboom's attack, right? Is it 220? Is it three energy or four energy? For Rillaboom Rillaboom V? V, Yeah. Oh, it's four as well. Okay. I was going to say, like the the wood hammer. Mm hmm. I was going to say, if there's a difference in costs, I'd be a little more upset about it. But I was high on Rillaboom when that came out. And so, in theory, I should have that. Just as high? I, I guess, yeah. Rillaboom's first attack is one energy, though. Yeah. So that's we have to keep difference. that in mind. Yeah, that's a big difference. So, again, I, I, to sum up all these cards, they're really good promo cards. That's where they're at, right? Promo, in this, in this card game, promo Vs, promo EXs, GXs have always been underwhelming. And, you know, that's a marketing strategy, right? Give them an okay card and Hopefully they get motivated to search out the really, really good cards. So I understand it. I, I think they achieved their ability of what they were supposed to be doing with, with these promo cards being promos is that they look nice. They, they look nice, the, yeah. As the purpose of a promo cards, they look nice. They do. They all look very, very good. So, you know, take your time. If you like these cards, look over them. They're not all out. They will not all be coming out right away. We don't know if they're going to be in a set or not. We do know that the Pikachu and Eevee are going to find their way to us. That being said, that wraps it up for today. So it was a pretty easy episode to move through. Again, hopefully you are enjoying your time, either with the Pokemon DLC, you know, the same old rigmarole. Or if you're in your area, you guys are hunkered down, hunkered down, stay safe. Yeah. I mean, just remember that. Stay safe. 
be aware of what's going on around you. That's a very, very good point to bring up because things are going well in some places and not so well in others. So if you're in a spot where things are kind of going up and down, be aware of that and be safe. And that's a very smart thing to bring up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you next week.